This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk speaking out loud in depth. And tonight, Solid Talk family says, God got us. Now, I already know that's grammatically incorrect, but I want to say it the way I want to say it. I know it's supposed to be God's got us. God has got us. But I'm saying God got us. And that's really what the Lord wants us to focus on this week. It's just this is what I feel that the Lord is saying in this season and what I want you guys to do, because I don't know if folks are going through this. I don't know what the case may be. But if you got a testimony, I really wanted folks to be able to call in. But if you got a testimony, go ahead and just share your testimony in the chat. Uh, God bless you, Don. Go ahead and and share your testimony in the chat. But I just want to say that God got us. You know, there's a lot that I want to say, but let's start with this. The Lord released the word maybe like a couple months ago. And that word was about when I think it was either Elijah or Elisha. I think it was Elisha had an assistant named Gehazi. And there was an army encroaching them, right? There, there was these, this army that was encroaching them. And then Elisha prayed, Lord, open up his eyes that he may see. Y'all know I'm going to find it right now. It said, Lord, open up his eyes that he may see, right? So that's in Second Kings chapter 6. So we're definitely talking Elisha territory here. Uh, Second Kings chapter 6. Let's just click on this real quick. Um, this just happens to be the NIV. It says, okay, basically somebody was encroaching them, right? And in verse 15 says, when a servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots has surrounded the city. Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. So Gehazi is panicking. Right. The servant, he's panicking because he sees with his carnal eyes, he sees that there's an army encroaching him. He's looking at the circumstance and he's making an assessment from the circumstance. What is going to happen? Now, I want to talk about the difference real quick between fear versus faith. If you look at the definition of faith in the Bible, the definition of faith is in Hebrews chapter 11. It starts at verse one. Hebrews chapter 11 overall is the faith chapter. So it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay. Now faith, excuse me, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay. Not seen. And I'm going to take these off because we're not having callers tonight. <laughs> so it's the substance of things not seen. Now, conversely, Fear is the complete opposite of that. Right. But it it holds the same principle. You could almost say that fear is the substance of things that you don't want to happen. Okay, it's 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 the substance. It's it's something that has not happened yet. And so when we fear, we make conclusions. We make I'm used to having these on my ears. We make conclusions based off of what we're judging. 
And this is not how God wants us to operate. So here we have this, this servant here, Elisha's servant, verse 16. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Now, physically, it's just the two of them. It's just the two of them. And Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. There was a spiritual guard that the Lord had prepared. There was something happening in the spiritual realm behind the scenes that the servant wasn't able to perceive. And Elisha had to pray, open up his eyes that he may see. And so we taught that on this channel, maybe like a couple months ago. And while I'm not going to say that we're out of the race yet, I believe that this was confirmed with some things that are happening in our society now. Uh, if you notice, right, if you're like me and you haven't taken a jab, if you have, that's fine, whatever, it's to each his own. I just, I'm just not in favor of, forcing people to do stuff mandates. Uh, so if you're like me and you didn't take it right, I remember a couple of months ago, it's just like, man, I don't know what the future holds with regard to my job. And really I still don't, but I'm noticing what's happening is many of these cities in the U S are beginning to lift these mandates. I know that Boston had a, a vaccine permit mandate. They're now lifting it. And I know that Washington DC, the area where I'm located, they had a mandate. They've now lifted theirs as well. And folks are starting to come back to work. And it almost kind of has this air in the society where it's like, things feel like they're starting to slowly, but surely get back to normal whatever we're going to call normal at this point, right? Because cause I heard somebody say normal isn't coming back, Jesus says. So things will never be the same, probably. But it just feels like things are slowly but surely starting to come back to uh, a place of, 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 of reasonable uh, sensibility. Okay, it seems like folks are just being more sensible. Uh, it seems like less people are in as much fear as they were a year or two ago, even a few months, even several months ago. So it just seems like the tide is starting to shift. And I was just thinking about why is it that the tide is starting to shift? Like what has actually changed? And I really do believe that the Lord was working behind the scenes. And I honestly believe that What's happening is a lot of different things happening, not to get too political, but elections are coming up in November. Some of the polls are out, says a lot of folks are unhappy. So the, the Democrats happen to be, you know, in the party of, of uh, that's in office right now. So they want things to be they want everybody to be smiling when November rolls around. So I think that's one thing that's going on politically. Also, I'm looking at what's happening in Canada with these truckers. Right. These truckers have found a way to disrupt the flow of society in Canada. They found a way to to really make a statement in Canada and Canada is doing a lot to fight them. So I'm not saying that it's over. Let's pray for those guys up there in Canada and whoever else is, is, is for freedom. Right. Whoever is for freedom. But. The point I'm trying to make is I think some folks in the U.S. looked at that and they were just like, I don't know if we want something like that happening here. 
So it just seemed, and also in the UK, they lifted their vaccine mandates and all of their restrictions as well. They did that maybe like a month or two ago. So the point I'm trying to make is it, it almost feels like those truckers were kind of like this army that, that uh, the Lord was sending that we didn't even see coming. And so I praise God for them. Now, if you want to get deep into, if you want to get really deep into uh, who's really pulling the strings of this society, you know, I've heard all these theories about how, the, you know, we think that truckers is something that's happening, but it's, it was in the Illuminati card game and stuff like that. So I don't want to get too deep into that right now. <laughs> We're going to keep it light. But the point I'm trying to make is in this discussion, why do we worry? If God is in control, why do we worry? God is saying to us tonight, God's got us. God has got us. I think I'm going to do a a little piece on this later on, hopefully soon. But in the event that I don't, I'm going to kind of catch y'all up to speed on, on how my last couple of weeks have been. I've been going through a lot of stress and anxiety trying to get this album out. It seems like everything that could go wrong was just going wrong. I had singers back out on me on this project. I had people not respond to me in time. I had um, people, and when I say back out, I mean literally like the last minute. Like I'm trying to get this thing out as soon as possible. And then it's like folks can't, can't complete certain things. So I found myself in situations where it's just like, I need the Lord to make a way out of no way. And, and, and so <laughs> I'm just name a few things that happen. I mean, Right off the bat, like one of my produce, one of the guys who was on the song with me, Humble Life, uh, at one point, him and his family all caught COVID at the same time. So his whole house was sick. I'm trying to get a verse back from him, but I'm trying not to be rude. Like, like I understand his health is more important in this project, but still I'm like bumping up against the time. You know what I mean? Uh, the guy who mixes my stuff at one point, he had contracted COVID. Uh, the guy humble life he even got bit by a pit bull <laughs> so I'm like looking at all these different things happening I'm like you got attacked by a pit bull he showed me the picture and everything got attacked by a pit bull and so it just seemed like all of these circumstances were working against me and so you know all these different things and so we, we're coming down to the wire now I'm still trying to perfect these songs I'm sending to people like hey I'm trying I'm trying to sing does this sound good Thank God I have folks that are keeping real with me. No, this don't sound good. You can't sing. <laughs> so now I got to redo the chorus. And so it's like the whole time, I just felt like time was against me. Time was against me. Time was against me. Because originally it was supposed to come out February 2nd, but I ended up, but, but, but like I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, oh, it comes out the 22nd, right? And I was like, no, nah, it's the 2nd. But I was like, you know, the 22nd works. And I believe sovereignly God always wanted it to come out on the 22nd because that fits the theme of double portion even more. So it's like, you know, two, 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 two. So anyway, all these different things happening. So then we got like one more song to record. You know, I love my sister Stephanie with an everlasting love, but but she backed out on one song on me on the last minute. And so I'm just like thinking to myself, like, man, I got to figure something out. So I'm like, either I'm going to have to make a verse or I'm going to have to get somebody on this like real quick. 
So I send the song off to Brother Randy. Brother Randy's willing to hop on it, but he's in Texas. He would have to have gone and went to the studio to record it, get it mixed and mastered from his engineer. I'm like, that's just taking too long. So I'm like, all right, Lord, I need you to write. I need I need you to write a verse. Help me write a verse in like a day and then get it recorded by no later than tomorrow and then hope that Jay, my engineer, can get it produced. So I'm going through all of these different emotions, right? Uh, lo and behold, the Lord actually gave that to me, right? He gave that to me. I ship it off to Jay. I'm feeling good. All of a sudden, it's like I only got one one hook to do, and then I'm going to be done with the recording. So it's a Sunday. I got my day planned out. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to... It's a snow day. They said it was going to snow that Sunday. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to keep my pajamas on, and I'm just going to lay down this hook and then mix it, and we're going to be good to go. I wake up Sunday had my little breakfast. I don't even know if I had breakfast yet. I went and got my laptop because I was so anxious. I think I just went and got my laptop in the morning, lifted up the screen, cut my laptop on as I always do. And I saw a pink screen of death, a pink screen of death. Now I've seen a blue screen of death. I've seen my laptop shut off with a blue screen before and give me some weird error message, but I never saw a pink screen of death. And it had, it was like the font wasn't even clear. I could just look at the font and just tell that it was dying. Like right before my very eyes, I was looking at the, I was walking up the steps with my laptop in my hand and I just lifted it up, cut it on. I just see this pink screen and it just faded away. I couldn't even read the whole message, just faded away. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, because this is the laptop that I record music on. So I'm like, oh my gosh, um, what am I going to do now? Now, fortunately, I have this MacBook that I just bought. But what ended up happening was the old laptop died. And then with the new laptop, I had to um, basically buy a, a, a something to make this compatible. I'm not going to get too technical. I bought that. Then I tried to record on it. Did not work at all. Did not work at all. And uh, let me let me back up. Um, I recorded on this thing called Audacity and it wasn't working well at all. So then I'm like, man, I got to figure out how to record. So I had to learn this thing called GarageBand. Some of y'all probably got it on your iPhones or your Apple products, but I've never used it before. So here I am. I got to learn a whole project within the span of 24 hours or less, right? So so like in a day or two, I need to learn GarageBand. And I'm, I'm frustrated because I'm Googling stuff. I'm trying to, trying to keep my cool, but it's like, what am I going to do? And so by the grace of God, he gave me a scripture. It was Romans 12 and 12. This was a scripture on the day that my laptop died. And this comforted me so much. And this, it, look, you ain't got to be going through the situation I went through to understand this scripture because what I'm talking about tonight is just the fact that God does not want us to worry. You know, there's a scripture that says, be careful. That word careful means anxious. It mean, it says, be anxious for nothing. Let's look it up. It says, be anxious for nothing. Okay. That be anxious for nothing because it's saying something nice. We feel like it's a suggestion <laughs> because he says it's a uh, Philippians four and six through nine. 
because it's saying something nice, we think it's a suggestion, but be anxious is a commandment. Be anxious is a commandment. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the God of who? And the it says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. What is it? It says that it's the peace of God. And it surpasses all of what it surpasses all understanding. See, I understood that my laptop died. I understood that all my folks getting sick. I understood that folks backing out. I understood that. But, you know, the Lord comforted me because I realized that everything that was happening was happening for a reason. There was something he wanted to do in it. The song that, 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 that was backed out on. He wanted me to do that full song. Because everybody that's heard some of the songs, they say that's the best song on the whole project. So he wanted me to do the full song. And I, I had to understand that. And I had to know that, okay, Lord, if this is your project and this is what you want to put out, you're going to make a way. And so the scripture that he gave me was actually in Romans 12, chapter 12. He said, it's, it says, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation continuing instant in prayer look at that rejoicing in hope so the fact that we have hope is something that should allow us to rejoice you can't rejoice the root word in rejoice is joy you can't rejoice and worry you can't rejoice and be sad you can't rejoice and be anxious so what's the fuel that allows us to be able to rejoice the fuel is the fact that we have hope okay we're, we're believing that whatever god has promised is going to come to pass god's got us he he got us <laughs> i don't know i know this this like probably so silly y'all this whole album thing oh he talk about that all the time but what i'm trying to get you to understand is for your situation god got you god got you i started to uh, you know, the Lord gave me the title for this like a day or two ago. And I started, to, I got this thing I do. I'm like, oh, is that the title that I want to use? Am I sure that I'm hearing hearing the Lord correctly? Da, 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 da. And um, I was scrolling on Instagram. And lo and behold, uh, <laughs> lo and behold, I saw a post from somebody. Now, I don't know if y'all want to buy this merch or something if you want. But they this thing, it say, God got me. And once I saw that, I said, Lord, <laughs> you want me to talk about this tonight. So family, God's got us. He's got us. He's saying, don't worry about whatever you think you're going through or whatever situation you're in right now. He's in control. He's in control. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in what tribulation? Meaning what? The tribulation is going to come. But we have to be patient in the tribulation. And then what does it say? Continuing instant. That means always in prayer. Continuing always in prayer. Glory to the Lamb of God. Continuing always in prayer. And there's an order. There's an order. You got hope. 
you get the hope before you go through the tribulation <laughs> because you're going to see God is so, so infinite. God is omniscient. I was about to say God is so smart. He's not so smart. He's, he's omniscient, right? And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how omniscient he is. It's amazing that our steps are ordered by the Lord. And it's amazing that he's the author and finisher of our faith. The longer I live and I walk this walk with the Lord, the more I realize that he is truly the author and finisher of our faith. He's, he, he's the author and finisher of our faith. See, we, it's, yes, it's our faith. Yes, it's, yes, it's our faith. We have to have faith. But he's the author and finisher of our faith. And the longer I live, the more I understand that to be true. I don't forgot what I was about to say, but I, was, I know. Oh, yeah. So there's an order how, how intelligent God is. There's an order. Right. He says, first, you got to get the hope. Because he knows ahead of time that in order for you to get through the tribulation, you have to have hope. See, tribulation is adversarial. Okay. Tribu tribulation is adversarial. You know what I mean? When I when I had to write that verse in like a day, I just you know I shared the Kobe meme with with a friend of mine. I said, you know what? It's just because Kobe that was my man. So I shared the Kobe meme and I said, it's just I just gotta I just gotta do what I gotta do. Like I was built for this, and so I did what I had to do. But I was looking at the way Kobe was celebrating, in in that little meme. He had his jersey and he was just so hype. And I was just like, man, what do we do in life that how many people in life get to experience that emotion? I don't know if he just made a play, if he just hit the game winning shot. I don't know if he just dunked on somebody, but whatever it, it was, what can we do? How can we live? What can we do in life to experience that emotion? A lot of people don't experience that emotion. And why is it that, that they don't experience it? Because in order for Kobe to have that emotion, he had to have an opponent. There is no victory without an opponent. The Bible says that God is a man of war. That's what I believe it might have been uh, Moses's younger sister. I think her name, Miriam. She said she sang a song of praise and she said, God is a man of war. He, he wants us to experience victory. He wants that for us. He wants us to experience that Kobe emotion. But in order to go through it, you got to go through an opponent. You have to go through an adversary to experience victory. And we all got at least one adversary. His name is Satan. But even more, even more uh, important than Satan, we all have another adversary, which is our flesh. And another one is fear. It's fear. And this is why the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Notice how fear contrasts a sound mind, because when we're in fear, uh, the Bible says that fear has torment. Torment basically means that you, you've been uh, 
taken out of your spot. You're being pulled in different directions. You're not settled. You're not settled. But when God says that he's given us a power, love and a sound mind, he's saying that it's settled. The Bible says my word, it says my word is settled in heaven. <laughs> oh Lord, help me today, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, God is good. Oh man. Oh man. My Lord is settled in heaven. Oh gosh. Hold on, man. Just reading this about to just bless my whole life. Psalm 119 and 89. Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So if God says something, it's settled. If God says that he's Jehovah Jireh, it's settled. If he says that he's Jehovah Rapha, it's settled. If he says that he's Jehovah Nisi, it's settled. It's settled. God wants us to be settled. He wants us to be instruments and he needs us to have more resolve in this season because he wants to use us in this season. And so I'm going through all of this different type of stuff, right? Um, going through all these different type of situations, uh, had to write the album, you know what I'm saying? A laptop died. And that's when he gave me Romans 12 and 12. And I began to answer, look, I'm on this laptop. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, treat this laptop like Lazarus, not the one I'm on right now, but the one that died, I'm trying to treat this laptop like Lazarus. I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, surely by now he stinketh, but in the name of Jesus, rise up, arise, <laughs> come out of them grave clothes. And I'm pressing the button because it was it was powering on like it was I could see the light that it was on and I could hear the fans. But the screen was just black. Nothing came up. And then at one point, the actual logo came up like it was about to start. And I was like, yes, the Lord's about to do it. And then I kept trying to do it, but it just didn't do anything. So I was like, man, what is, what is, what is the Lord going to do now? So finally I learned garage band in like a day. I laid down the hook and I think I just about had all of the songs recorded. But the only problem now is that the guy that was doing my album cover texted me and said, oh man, I've been bogged down at work. I got to get it to you next week. Actually, I text him and I text him the day before. And then he texts me in the morning, man, I just been so busy at work. I can get it for you next week. When next week is, is when it's out <laughs> next week is going to be too late, bro. I love you. Guy grew up where we took karate together. Hadn't talked to him in a while, but you know, anyway, apparently it wasn't supposed to be him to do it, but he works in art, but he couldn't do it. So now I'm like, Wow. I will not have an album cover in time unless I do something, unless I do something. And so now I need an album cover real, real quick. I go on Fiverr, search somebody, do the album cover, reach out to this guy. Hey, I need this done in 24 hours. The only challenge is I didn't, I, I knew the themes that I wanted to convey but I didn't really know exactly what I wanted. And that's why I needed to sit down with an actual artist to kind of bring bring these themes to life and kind of weld them together to make them make sense. 
So I'm talking to this guy on Fiverr, like, yeah, so, you know, I'm thinking of Elisha and Elisha and, you know, Elijah is taking up in the whirlwind and Elisha is receiving his mantle and maybe we can put a microphone in the mantle and it's like he's getting a double portion or maybe we can like uh, smash the water with the, with the mantle and then show it parting. So I just got a lot going on, right? But I don't, I don't really know what I want. So then the guy's like, well, I mostly deal in pictures. So I'm like, all right, don't have a haircut, don't have an outfit, don't have any existing pictures that I like. So now if this guy wants to use my picture, I got to cut my hair <laughs> amongst a million other things I got to do. All this, all these different circumstances. So I go and get my massage. This was Tuesday, this past Tuesday, which was supposed to have been a victory massage when I scheduled it because I was expecting everything to be done. But I'm like, all right, Lord, give me a vision of what you want the album cover to be. I mean, I had prayed that before, but it's like, okay, Lord, really, I'm desperate now. <laughs> See, sometimes we got to get desperate. Give me the album cover that you want it to be. What picture can, do I even have a picture? And then lo and behold, this picture, like the Lord, the Holy Spirit brought to remembrance this picture that Stephanie took. We were, uh, we had taken a little road trip to visit um, a supporter of the ministry. And we visited her. And um, right before we left, I saw the sky. I saw the sky. And the sky was absolutely beautiful. And I pretty much take my camera with me everywhere I go now because I'm just like into the video stuff. So I'm like, all right, since we about to go, but I got to take a picture of this. I've got to take a picture of this. And I took a picture of the sky. And I didn't know that while I was taking a picture of the sky, which was beautiful, Stephanie was taking a picture of me. And so she took this picture, my fault. She took this picture and it's like, just, just flat out amazing. Just flat out amazing. Sorry, it's crooked. Let me try. Okay, there we go. <laughs> flat out amazing. I mean, just the colors, the setting, right? It's just like, unlike anything I've ever seen before. And, 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 and let me say this. And the reason why this picture works is because it looks like it looks like maybe Elijah is being taken up in a whirlwind. It looks like something epic is just going on in the sky, like chariots of fire, just like that scripture. And that's the symbolism in it. So I'm like, all right, boom, I can use that scripture. I mean, excuse me, that picture that Stephanie took. So I'm looking at the picture. I sent it off to the guy. And then I notice, and he also notices that the problem is that the resolution was not good on the picture because it was taken on a camera phone, iPhone, but you know, iPhone has a magnificent camera, but whatever the case may be, the resolution wasn't good on this particular picture. And so he's like, but I'm gonna see what I can do. So boom, the guy starts working on it. He actually, in less than a day, he gets me a cover that actually looks really good. Let me say, not say like really good. It looks, it looked really good for what I gave him. It looked really good. And I'm going to show you this cover. 
But what ended up happening was, let me show you the cover first before I give you the, before I give you the, um, the plot twist. <clears throat> so this was the cover that the guy made, which I liked a lot. So it's kind of like, you know, he captured the sky. He did his own sky. He did a sky replacement. He also replaced the snow with some water. And he kind of had me looking out on the deck, which looks wonderful, right? So I, I asked the guy of a, a revision. I asked him for a revision. This would have been my first revision. <laughs> I said, can you just move Greg Major to the bottom? All right. And give it a more like a more sophisticated font. And then... If possible, would it be possible to do something where it's like I'm separating the water, you know, like Elisha did? If possible, you know what I mean? Do y'all know that this man blocked me? Okay, I don't I don't know. Maybe I was being a Karen, a male Karen. <laughs> Maybe I was being too demanding, but I was just amazed that I asked for one revision. And this guy blocked me. I could read y'all the whole conversation right now. and Y'all can judge for yourselves if I was just, um, you know, out of order. I really don't think I was. But I think what must have happened was the guy probably thought either A, he thought I was too demanding and asking for too much. Or B, he thought I was wasting his time, which maybe I was asking for a lot, but I certainly wasn't wasting his time. I was so desperate. I would have been willing to pay him handsomely. Right. But whatever the case may be, he didn't even respond to me. He blocked me. It said you can no longer uh, send messages or, or chat with this person. So I'm like, wow, now I'm all the way back to like just first guy canceled on me. This guy blocked me. Lord, what am I supposed to do? I was desperate. I prayed to the Lord, Lord, please make a way out of no way. Because the issue is that you got to get the stuff uploaded early so it can get to all the distribution platforms, all the streaming platforms on time. Different platforms take different time. Uh, you know, Apple might take a week. Um, Spotify might take three days. It varies. D distro kid they can do their part hey they got this album we need it up by this date but once they do that they can't control what apple and, and youtube and spotify and pandora they can't control what they do so really it's recommending you get your stuff in like a month before the latest seven days but now i'm on like day five day like six and five so i go to sleep that night i wake up early like 4 30 in the morning i never wake up that early i love sleeping i don't got no trouble sleeping let me not say i love sleep like that because the bible say don't love sleep <laughs> i'm very good at sleeping i ain't got no type of insomnia or nothing like that so he the lord wakes me up at 4 30 i'm feeling a little sickly but i don't know like what's going on i just know i'm up and while i'm up I get the idea, okay, the picture is a bad resolution. So let's make the picture smaller to retain the resolution. And then we'll have the border on the outside of the cover, right? So I did that. I came up with like a nice, uh, so I woke up. 
I did executed that vision that the Lord gave me. And to make a long story short, um, I ended up coming up with a cover that I really like. And I recognized that from day one, this was the cover that the Lord had always intended. As far as I, I'm concerned, this was the cover that the Lord had always intended. But while I was sitting there worrying, you know what I'm saying? So I made the picture smaller. I added some sharpness to it to make sure that it would uh, retain its sharpness if it was larger. Then I also added a vignette around the edges. And usually I'm I'm the type I like a nice a nice matte, uh, soft colors, you know, earth tones. But I went really bold and I added a lot of saturation to that blue water that you see. And then I turned the brightness all the way down, give it like this really, really deep deep black and blue saturated look and that's the cover that the lord wanted the whole time and it happened in the timing that he wanted it to happen he didn't want me to deal with other folks there's another another person i reached out to who lives in nigeria they were going to do an emergency cover for me but their their light their power went out so it's like everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Laptop dying, album cover dying, guy blocking me on Fiverr, the person in Nigeria, lights went out, all these different type of things. But God was trying to teach me. I got you. I got you. He got us. God has got us. Why are we anxious? Why are we worrying? He's the author and finisher of our faith. Man, y'all, I'm just sitting here rambling. I didn't know tonight was going to be a story time. I mean, I kind of did, but I, like, I just came on here and just kind of let the Lord have his way. But that's what I've been going through these last weeks. And I'm pretty sure I probably left some stuff out. <laughs> but it's like when you're coming out of a whirlwind, you just got to take a moment to gather all your thoughts and to really just um, be in the moment. But what all of this has taught me, and, and it's not even just this this project, it's been other stuff. Like when the laptop died, I I had this laptop on ready, like God had it ready. When I needed a picture, God had it ready. You know, Sister Stephanie, um, I don't think she'll mind me telling, she had a, an accident at the end of last December. Her car got totaled. The Lord had impressed on my heart. Like you get a new car and I want you to get this specific Lexus, like get this Lexus. I keep seeing a Lexus everywhere. Um, somebody else mentioned their favorite car to me happened to be this particular Lexus. So he's like, I want you to get this Lexus. And, and I'm like, man, okay. So I get, I, so I just was like, all right, I'm buying a Lexus. I bought the Lexus on December 26th day after Christmas. I want to do it before Christmas so I could stun a little bit, but, um, they still put the little bow on it, <laughs> but I bought it December 26th because I hadn't really decided if I wanted it. Like, let me go test drive it. Da, 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 da. Lo and behold, December 30th, Stephanie gets into a very random accident. She's driving. Stephanie's a great driver. She dri She's driving like she normally does. She says the woman in front of her just stopped out of nowhere abruptly to Stephanie's left and right there were cars so she couldn't like go into another lane real quick so she ends up hitting the back of this woman's car the woman's car 
didn't really have any damage. The Stephanie's truck got totaled, like a GMC something, Denali or Yukon. I don't know what she was driving, but it's like one of the big GMC trucks. Total the front gets out to exchange information with the woman. Woman just drives off. Just no information, no nothing. Just drives off. So Stephanie's in a predicament. I don't need to go into all the details, but she needed a car. Uh, she didn't happen to have, I don't think she had the rental insurance. I mean, the rental car on her thing at the time. And she needed to get back and forth to work. And it just so happened that by the grace of God, I had my old car that I was just getting rid of trying to figure out what I want to do with it. So I just gave it to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it needed a lot of TLC, a whole lot of TLC. Uh, you know, so she actually kind of did her thing and she has a different car now. But the point I'm trying to make is during that season where she needed something in that moment, God made a way out of no way. God, whatever you're going through, you have to just keep the faith. I'm telling you, God will make a way out of no way. Don't worry about how you think it's going to happen or, or what you think is going to be the outcome or anything like that. Just don't worry about it because it's not going to be how you envisioned it because God's going to do it in such a way that his signature is going to be on it. He's going to do it in such a way that when, when you come out of it, you're going to say only God could have done that. See, I could have wrote my little lyrics and put my little songs together and, and felt like I was doing something. But God said, when it comes out, I know you're excited about it, but when it comes out, they're going to know that this was my doing. You're going to know at least that this was my doing. And when you tell them about it, you need to tell them about that. This was my doing because God gets all the glory. And so it's just amazing how he can just orchestrate these things. Like, I mean, if you really submit and surrender yourself to Christ, he will begin to move in your life in such a way that he really will do exceeding and abundant above and beyond anything you can even ask or think beyond anything that you can imagine. But you got to be willing to hand him the keys to the car, hand him the remote control, put him in a, in a, in a pilot seat. We got to be willing to give him control. I'm a living witness. I'm a living witness. All right. It's, it's, it's like, look, <laughs> I'm a living witness. And I, and now I know what it's like to experience that emotion that Kobe felt. Because I have victory. And the only way that I could have had victory was for me to have adversity, for me to have an opponent. But I thank God that the Bible says greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. So what that tells me is that the victory is already won. So God's question to you is, why are you worried? He told him, he told somebody in the Bible, oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> That's what Jesus said. Let me see if I can find that scripture. Oh, ye of little faith. 
Lord help me. I'm about to say something else too, but let me let me finish this thought. Matthew six and no, it's in a few places. Matthew six and thirty, and then Matthew eight and twenty six. Let's check out six and thirty first. I should have brought some water down here. Mouth dry. I'm out here smacking. All right, let's see what we got. Matthew 8 and 26, the disciples went and woke him saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. Okay, this is when the storm came. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look, what I went through these last couple of weeks has, was a storm. With that situation I explained with Stephanie from her perspective, that was a storm. So this is the situation where Jesus is doing what? He's calming the storm. The only way you can experience Jesus calming a storm is for a storm to come. In this world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So it says, so they say, Lord, save us. We're perishing. Jesus says, uh, you of little faith, Jesus replied, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea. See, that's what I had to do. I had to begin to bind the attack of the enemy as well. It says, then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea. And it was, the Bible says, it was perfectly calm. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This Bible right here. Okay, King James says it was great calm. But this version, I don't know which one this is. I think it said Berean Study Bible. It says that it was perfectly calm. Perfectly calm. That means that everything was settled. It means that what was haywire on Tuesday, Wednesday, you wake up and it's, it's just complete sunshine. You're going through something on Saturday. By the time Sunday gets here, it's gone. The storm was perfectly calm. There was great calm, great calm. NIV says completely calm. NLT says suddenly there was great a great calm. So what that tells me is that when God does something, he does it thoroughly. He does it without without you having to worry about it. it it's not even going to resurface. Okay, perfectly calm. Perfect. I don't even know. I'm saying that word calm. I put the L in there. Perfectly calm. <laughs> Glory to the Lamb of God. <laughs> I'm gonna grow up one day. I promise I will. Man, God is just so good. The other instance where He said that was in Matthew six and thirty. He was said says, uh, "Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow." is cast into the oven he sh shall he much more clothe you O ye of little faith wow why are we worried if he cares about the bird the lilies of the field I'm sorry if he cares about the, the sparrow and he cares about the lilies of the field aren't we much more than them you know, they're clothed greater than Solomon, those those uh, lilies of the field. He provides for those birds. So surely he'll provide for us in his perfect timing. See, see, God's timing is different. The Bible says 
that he makes beautiful. Hold on. I'm still here. <clears throat> I'm just looking up a scripture. I think it might be in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning, from beginning to end. Let, let me read that again. He has made everything beautiful in its time. So that means that God has an appointed time where he is going to make things beautiful. He has an appointed time already that we don't even know about. But he already has that appointed time. He has also set eternity and oh, this is not what I, okay. Okay, he also has set the world in their heart. Another version said eternity. So that no man can find out the work that God makes from the beginning to the end. He's going to do it in such a way. That we won't even know how to figure it out. We can, we can, we can, we can kind of get it after it's after he shows it to us sometimes. But in terms of like how how you would we would have expected it to go, it's not gonna go how you expected it to go. It ain't gonna go how you expected it to go. It's gonna go way different than that. So don't so don't even start start formulating these imaginations in these scenarios <laughs> you ever um i know all guys have probably done this at some point all people have probably done it in one scenario or another but have you ever wanted to say something to somebody but you were a little bit anxious about it a little bit nervous about it and you didn't know how you wanted to say it and so you kind of had in your mind already how the conversation was going to go and you're like okay well if i say this she'll probably say that and then i'll be like i'm gonna say this or maybe it's some somebody at your job like if i say this then they'll say that and and if i give this interview i'm gonna I'm interview i'm gonna answer this way we try we try out of fear we try to control you know what that is that's trying to control something we try to control how things are going to go because we're anxious about what will happen, period. We're anxious about what will happen. So we try to control how things will go. And it never goes exactly how you envision it. Best case scenario, it might go a little bit like how you thought it would go. But you be trying to plan that thing out word for word. You got to tell somebody some some bad news or something. It never goes how you expect it to go. So why we take no thought for tomorrow? The Bible says tomorrow will worry about itself. So, family, I just made up my mind that I'm just not going to worry. I'm not worrying about these this this the condition of this world. I'm not worried about, uh, you know, the, the projects the Lord gives me. I'm not I'm not worried because be careful, be anxious for nothing is a commandment it's a commandment i don't my mom is one of, she's just a mom so i'm not really picking on her but she says a lot 
be careful. Be careful. If I leave her, you know, if I go over there and visit her or something like that, then I leave. Be careful. I don't I don't receive that anymore because the Bible says be careful for nothing. Now, I don't really explain that to her because she ain't really deep into the word like that. So, you know, it, I can explain to y'all, but you know what I'm saying? There's no point in explaining that to somebody that's like kind of carnal minded. But I don't receive that because, no, I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be careful. Will I be prudent? Yeah, I'll be prudent. Okay, I'll wear my my seatbelt. I'm not going to go to Southeast at one in the morning in a dark alley. I ain't going to do nothing stupid like that. But this whole notion of be careful, be careful. No, I'm not going to be careful. <laughs> no, because the Bible doesn't tell me to be careful. It tells me to be careful for nothing. So that's just how you have to carry it sometimes. But man, it's like nothing like that Kobe feeling. Um, they call it Mamba mentality. Y'all know I don't get too deep into that. But just the whole idea of the fact that God has us. God has us. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. I just want to read a few comments before we close tonight. Once again, I greet everybody in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For anyone joining in, got a video coming out at 930, got a concert coming out Tuesday live. So be on the lookout for that. Got a $300 giveaway, which will be $100 for three winners coming this weekend as well. Be on the lookout for that. God is just so good. Man, apparently this is confirmation for Sister Indira. Glory to God. Man, he's just, he's a wonder. He's a wonder. And you know what's so amazing about God is that I get to this point where in my conscious mind, I already, I've already resolved in my mind and heart, really my mind, really, that God can do anything. So when I hear about God doing stuff, I'm going to be honest with y'all. When I hear about God doing stuff, it's, yes, it's a impressive. But if I'm being completely honest, it's not always amazing. You know what I mean? It's not, it's like if somebody say, man, like, like say if you first get saved and, you know, you see a demon cast out of somebody or something like that, or, you know, God gets you a job it's it's amazing okay but like when you've been walking with the lord for a little bit and somebody tell you a testimony it's almost like when they started you know how this gonna go <laughs> sometimes sometimes you know how this gonna go it's like so you kind of just waiting for the details and it's not to say that god is any less impressive it's just to say that like i know him more i know, it's almost like and let's go back to the Kobe or the Michael Jordan example again. Um, I expect Michael Jordan to be amazing. Yet when he is amazing, he still amazes me. And that's what I'm trying to say about God. I've gotten to the place where I expect him to be amazing. But what's so amazing about him is that he still finds a way to amaze me, even though my expectations have already been set to be amazed <laughs> i hope y'all understand what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say is like 
in my in my logical mind because I'm a logical person the idea of God doing something supernatural or amazing is par for the course but then when I actually see him do something in real time it's like even though I already knew this about you somehow in my life you still managed to still blow my mind <laughs> and I think that's one of the best things about walking with the Lord is that he still manages to blow your mind even when you feel like you're stale or 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 you might even feel like you've apprehended you know you feel like oh, I you know I, I didn't been that I'm that was that was second grade I'm in fifth grade now you know y'all still doing you know addition I'm on timetables you know what I mean like we can get like that sometimes but he still manages to blow your mind but the question is do you believe that he got you and I'm here to tell you that God got us he got us sometimes you might have to pray the prayer like the dude in the Bible he said Lord I believe help thou mine unbelief I think I might have prayed that this week, earlier this week or last week. One of them, I, I done lost track of the time. But I think I did pray, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. It's, it, that was the guy. <laughs> Let's see if I can find that scripture. Lord, I believe. I'm trying to remember what was going on. I know somebody, it was like a miracle that Jesus was trying to perform. Okay, so... There was a boy who had an evil spirit. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Um, man. Okay, I'll I just summarize it. There's this guy, this boy had an unclean spirit. He had it since he was a child. So I'm in Mark chapter 9, verse 23. If you can, echo Jesus, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately, the boy's father cried out, let me go to my King James Version. And, sh and immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. This Berean study Bible says, I do believe, help my unbelief. So what does that even make sense? To me, that seemed a little bit contradictory, right? Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. <laughs> Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. What is he saying? He's saying, look, Lord, I'm giving you what I got. I'm giving, I, Lord, I believe you, but there's things fighting against me. The fact that this boy has, has, has had this demon since he was a child and I've only known him this way and your disciples can't do it. It is it, warring against my faith. It's warring against my belief. So Lord, I, I believe, but help thou mine unbelief. Lord, I believe, but I see what they doing with these mandates and with these restrictions and with these, protocols and with this tyranny lord I, yes i believe but lord help thou mine unbelief 
sometimes you might have to pray that. He apparently must have known he had some unbelief. Sometimes we might know, sometimes we don't know. But he's, he, he prayed a prayer of humility. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Lord, have mercy. Um, God is just so amazing. Mona E says, I feel like people worry because when we're in the middle of the storm, she got to it before I got to it. It seems like God is taking a nap, just like when the disciples were on the boat in the middle of the storm and Jesus was napping. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Glenn says, keep hanging because God will always catch you. And right is right beside you. Amen. God will make a way. He told Peter to come. Peter stepped out on that boat. And even when Peter, you know, see, see, that's that's a perfect example of Lord, I believe helped out my unbelief. Peter believed enough to step out of the boat. But then when he got closer to Jesus, the Bible says that the wind got boisterous. It got stronger. It got louder. And. When it did that, it was warring against Peter's faith and he wavered. But Jesus caught him. Brittany says, don't worry or be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. Yes. Yeah. She says the enemy wants us what the enemy wants us discouraged in our trials but God wants us triumphant. Man, y'all talking good tonight. Money says, yeah, I love Kobe. His work ethic was inspiring. Yeah, that was my man for real. Brittany says, I thank God for his sovereignty. Yes, his sovereignty. Because I feel like I need to be, and many other believers need to be encouraged in the Lord. Man, I'm telling you, just, we just got to trust God. Man. It's like, and, and, and you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I got to a point in, in, in the trial where I was just like, Lord, why can't you just make life easy? <laughs> I was like, you know, and I, I, gosh, I'll be trying not to murmur and complain, but I was just, I got, I mean, I, I didn't do it too much, but I was thinking it and I kind of said it a little bit, but I try not to. Cause I'm trying to get this cane complex out of my system. And I'm, I pretty much got most of it out. So I try not to complain too much. And I said, um, but I was just kind of like, like, Lord, it'd be, it'd be nice. I was, I was like being real, a little bit passive aggressive. Like, Lord, it'd just be nice if I could just, li that's what I was saying. I was like, I, I just want to live. I'm just trying to live and do right. <laughs> I just want to live. Can I just live without these challenges? But God didn't allow me to just live, to just live, because what he called me into was life and that much more abundant. He's saying, I didn't only call you into life. I called you into abundant life. And in order for you to have abundant life, you're going to have to experience victory. Because he's Christ is a he is he is victory. God is a God of victory. And we're his sons and daughters. So he wants us to understand victory. 
and he has to do what he has to do. He he are, see God knows this feeling that I'm having right now. He wanted to he wanted to allow me to feel this. And in order for me to feel this, he had to take me through. He had to take me through and then bring me on the other side. So I'm just encouraging somebody, whoever is going through. We say that. We, oh, I'm going through. I'm going through it. Whoever is going through, keep going through until you get to the other side. You know, one of the things I said in a blog a while ago, I don't know if this is a blog or short video. But I said, you know, um, the thing about being a believer is that we don't, it's not, we don't only have light at the end of the tunnel. We have light in the tunnel. The tunnel's dark, but we have light in the tunnel because Jesus is the light and he doesn't allow us to go through things alone. I know you're going through it. I know you're experiencing it, but you're not going to go through it alone. You're not going to go through it alone. I'm right here with you. Man, God is amazing. Sister Amanda says, Brittany, praise God. That's what I've been leaning on is God's sovereignty and telling others is so important in these times. It feels like it's out of control. And I remind myself that God is. Yes, she said God is. I don't know whether she was going to say more if she was just saying God is because the Bible does say that it says uh, I think it's right in Hebrews 11, um, that same faith chapter. Whosoever believes in God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of something brought of good faith or them that do let's find it Hebrews 11 and 6 I think this is it but without faith it is impossible to please him we we have to have a, a situation a circumstance where we demonstrate faith the Bible just said in Hebrews 11 and 6, it is impossible to please God without faith. So it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Wow. Do you know that in your faith trial, you're going to have to diligently seek God? If you have a relationship with God and if you know what's good for you, your faith trial is going to pretty much force you to diligently seek God. You know, when my laptop died, it hit me. I don't know whether it was when the lap. Yeah, it was when my laptop died. It was like I was very much dejected because 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 that really set back my workflow and I was bumping up against the clock. And when that happened, I said, Lord, I've been doing way too much of this in my own strength. I said, forgive me for doing so much of this in my own strength. I commit this to you. And he made a way out of seemingly no way. Man, I'm telling you, it's 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 like I'm telling man, it's like you don't even start living till you come to Christ. <laughs> I'm for real, man. Like, you know, we, we 
uh, who could forsake such a great salvation as this? Who could forsake, oh, such a great salvation as this? Folks need to understand this. You know, we we do a lot of uh, preaching and, you know, all of that is great. All of that is great. But we need to, we need, like, we need to start asking folks, do you have victory in your life? You know, like, are you, are you living? Some of them might, some of them think they're living, but, you know, it's just still ask, are you, like, are you living? Do you, do you have victory? Do you have joy? Because that's what God offers. You know, and salvation, eternal life. That's that we are, we got to preach salvation and eternal life. But we also, in addition to that, do you have joy? Do you have peace? Do you have a way? Do you have a banner? Right? Do you have a buckler? Do you have a shield? Do you have a strong tower? We we gotta what I'm trying to say is we need to communicate to people the benefits of knowing Jesus. Because that's what they really are are who are not saved are missing out on. The benefits of knowing Jesus. I don't I don't even know how somebody could forsake such a great salvation as this. I just don't even know. Money says it's a really nice album cover. Thank you, sister. Yeah, it means a lot to me. Man, yeah, somebody said, yo, yeah, that dude blocked me. He definitely did. Man, maybe he didn't know what you were trying to say. Well, you know, yeah, ask me. (laughs) Ask me. But God is just so good, man, just so good. So Moni says, usually when somebody blocks you, your phone doesn't notify you. I believe he didn't pay his bill. So what happened, sister? Um, I was on an app called Fiverr. And Fiverr is where you can get a lot of services done. Any type of service that's digital or, you know, any anything that can be done over the Internet, you can pretty much get it done at, fi- at Fiverr. And a lot of the people that work for Fiverr, are a lot of my overseas honestly i think this guy was in pakistan so the challenge with fiverr is sometimes it's like you try to communicate with somebody and say this person is nighttime where they are but they'll get back to you so uh i don't think it was an issue with his bill because he's been on there for a long time doing work he's probably still doing work and he has a good rating you know i just think that i think a couple things First and foremost, I just think that God wanted me to do the cover using what he had given me. So he frustrated my plans. See, see, when I went on Fiverr, it wasn't like I prayed. Well, I did pray, but it wasn't like I prayed and waited. I was just like, Lord, I need you to help me do some of this album cover. Okay, Fiverr.com. <laughs> Almost like it was a formality because I was desperate. I was anxious. And so God frustrated that conversation intentionally and it's because he wanted it to be what he wanted it to be so man it's just some amazing stuff man 
just some amazing stuff that God has been doing. Man, God bless everybody. I see Destiny. I see Stephanie. I see Don. I think I spoke to Don earlier. Man, God is just so good. He is just so wonderful. Mm, 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 mm. Diane, God, or the, Diane is a spam person. I was about to greet the bot. <laughs> Glory to God. I might have to, I might have to start doing some moderation. Uh, it doesn't matter now. They didn't already put it in there, man. But God is just so wonderful. Moni says, for real, I say the same thing every day. Like God alleviate the burden. This is the worst part of my Christian experience. I've been walking with God consistently for over 16 years. Well, I just want to encourage you, sister, just hold on to the end. You know, God's got you. And the Bible says it this way. It says, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I don't think I've, I, well, I know I didn't physically cry during this process, but the emotions that I had, I'm now reaping in joy. You know, I had sorrowful emotions, dejected emotions, but now I'm able to reap in joy. I'm able to 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 do my jersey like ah, and get hype. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm gonna get hype on Tuesday. I'm not gonna do it now. We having solid talk. Yeah, I know I'm real compartmentalized. I come on here Thursday. I got my uh, Thursday for Bible study. I got my my uh, nerd glasses on and I wear a nice little little uh, quarter zip up Bible study shirt <laughs> that don't even fit me right. But Saturdays I come on here, I be having me a good time. And when I do my concert, I'm going to have me a great time. Glory to God in the highest. I like the scripture, Psalm 119 and 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Amen. Man, I'm just on cloud nine. Psalm 121, 1 and 2. Oh, this is the scripture. This the scripture. Is this the scripture? Ah, oh, I think this is the scripture. This is also a scripture the Lord gave me at the time when he gave it to me. I knew it was important, but I don't think I understood the magnitude of how important it was, but I'm just going to read it. I lift up mine eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 121 verses one and two. That is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Man. God is just so amazing. Well, listen, family, I actually got to finish editing this video. <laughs> I'm like 90, 95% done. God is just so amazing. Um, I just want to encourage you all. God's got us. He's got us. He's saying, don't worry. He's, he's, he's in control. Either we're going to believe God or we're not. And he wants us to believe him. He wants us to have faith in him. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So I just want to encourage everyone this evening, whatever you're going through. I know mine, just a silly musical project. You know, it ain't silly to me, but, you know, it's just a, But I'm saying compared to somebody who might be dealing with a health issue or somebody dealing with a family issue. It's trivial compared to that. But the point is that whatever you're going through, just go through it 
God will be with you along the way and he will see you through. I'm a living witness. He will see you through. That's all I have in this solid talk family. I pray that you've been blessed by this talk that we had. Bear with me getting these technical things together. It's going, you know, it's like I'm starting from scratch. I got to learn. I got to learn how to how to connect the camera to the MacBook and the, all this different stuff. Had to learn all this stuff in like a couple days. God is good, family. That's all I have. Make sure you check out that video, 9.30 p.m. tonight, Greg Major Music Channel. Make sure you participate in the $100 giveaway. I'm giving out three winners. Um, instructions will come out either tonight or tomorrow that morning. That's all I have. You all take care and be blessed. It's a solid talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid. I'm dropping knowledge, wisdom, understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object. Culture living godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya Let's walk and get the best of ya I'm trying to tell you bruh, only a the Shelby say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next True believers, they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slambery so i need them every day to daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in